words are stronger than almost any action. And the reason why I say that, although it's quite abundantly obvious, you might be saying, okay, Dave, we know that, right? But the reason why I say that is because deception is so significant in a lot of things here. It's honestly, I would dare to argue, 60% of the battle, to tell you the honest truth. Now, the reason why I say that is because what we're going to be looking at shortly are a handful of private and government institutions that are non-corporate, right? So, therefore, they're not on the list of all the big corporations and things like this. But the individual donors, and I say donors with air quotes, are not only just shady, but forget that, but the individual donors are donating just as much as a corporation would in this case. But because they're not corporations, they're not on the public list of things, you know what I mean? Or on the public database or domain of things. Now, I do want to welcome everyone to another early release episode for members. Uh, you'll be seeing this today as of the day I release it. For non-members, you'll be seeing this about a week, week and a half afterwards, um, which is a little feature we have for the, the $4 Patreon members. Um, so anyways, let's jump into it. Project Star Wars, the mad suicide packs made with friendly sectors. Now, I know that might sound like a ridiculous title, but you'll see exactly why uh, I named it that. So first off, I just want to start off very simply what Project Star Wars was or is, technically speaking. So the, according to Wikipedia, the Strategic Defense Initiative, and by the way, guys, sorry, I just want to say very quickly, this is a fantastic form of a military operation that never really ends. That's a cover-up for secret space programs and alien technology, specifically the Nordics, and we'll see very quickly here. So, the Strategic Defense Initiative, nicknamed the Star Wars Program, was a proposed missile defense system intended to protect the U.S. from attack by ballistic strategic nuclear weapons or intercontinental ballistic ballistic missiles and submarine launch ballistic missiles. Now, before I go on, I just want to say quickly that this is the reason why nowadays there's constant anti-ballistic weaponry out there. And if you saw the Patreon only episode from the other day, you'll see that we analyzed some footage of a UFO literally using energy beams and, and what seem to be plasma beams to shoot down anti-ballistic missiles, which is insane. But anyways, the concept was first announced on March 23rd, 1983 by President Ronald Reagan, who was a vocal critic of the doctrine of mutually assured destruction, which is what MAD stands for. All right. And called upon American scientists and engineers to develop a system that would render nuclear weapons obsolete. End quote. So long story short, they experimented with all kinds of things. Particle beam weapons, ground to space missile systems, command and control, uh, high powered or high performance computer systems. Everything that we've basically mentioned they're doing. Now, in theory, this is technically part of NORAD, technically speaking, right? The Strategic Defense Initiative. But in reality, it's actually Project Star Wars because of the things that could be done with the secret space program that are literally like the Star Wars movie. Again, a great way if you Google this uh, and you Bing this or whatever whatever search engine you use, a great way to cover things up and just muster up the, the, whole, um, the whole operation here, right? Now, to begin with, notice this is Ronald Reagan, by the way. So we know that, you know, the memory faded. He was part of the shadow government because he was let in on some things, right? Not necessarily fully a part of it, but he was, he was pretty well in there, so to speak, right? So let's take a look at someone by the name of Charles Hall, all right? According to ufo.fandom.com, Charles Hall or Charles James Hall, or Charles Baker, claims in his book, Millennial Hospitality, 2002, that an underground alien base is located in the Three Lakes Valley, Nevada area, where Dogbone Lake is situated. Hall details his experience with a tall white alien named Range 4 Harry, who was stationed at Range 4 at the Nevada Test and Training Range. 
all right? Now, this is all confirmed, by the way, because in July 1964, Charles Hall enlisted in the U.S. Air Force, and he was, in fact, stationed at Nellis Air Force Base from 1965 of March to May 7th, 1967. All right, and his duties involved retrieving weather data from weather balloon observations from both Nellis and India Springs, um, Indian Springs, excuse me, Air Force Base. Now, here's what's also cool. Charles Hall describes the aliens that he experienced in the mid-60s as tall whites. They reside underground, embedded in the mountains of Indian Spring Pass. The region is protected by the U.S. Air Force as a seat of Area 51. They present themselves to U.S. government officials as a family-oriented group, pre uh, presenting males, females, and smaller beings who appear as children. They make their appearance to be frail and slim with limited hinged movement as they walk. Now, guys, let's keep this in mind as we move forward because I'm going to make some pretty deep connections here. However, Hall has noted that despite their appearance, they have the ability to protect their assets. Now, long story short, um, we'll see here that they like to sort of outthink Charles Hall. In terms of, as an example here, we'll see Mr. Hall asked, where do you come from? And one had cryptically replied, do you know the name that we use when we talk about the star that we're from? And then the uh, Mr. Hall replied to the tall white, no, I don't. To which the Nordic or tall white responded, so if I told you, you still wouldn't know where we came from. Then the tall whites overhearing this as well, this conversation, the rest of the so-called family or faction started kind of giggling at Mr. Hall. This sounds consistent with the personality of, of a lot of these Nordic beings. Now, that's not to say because they're one particular species, they're all the same in terms of their, you know, emotions and personality and what have you. But there is consistency. Now, first off, I want to mention very, very quickly that allegedly these tall whites or these Nordics do not allow the U.S. government or the U.S. Air Force to examine them or their bases that they're building, that the only obligation these uh, Nordics have are to connect it to the deep underground military bases. They've allegedly brought technology from their planet and things like that to develop bases here. Why they're here in a, sort of presenting themselves in the form of a family, if you will, I'm not sure. Again, they're all about traveling and progression and things like this, but let's take a look here. So, According to Inquisitor.com, this is in theory a mainstream media website technically, but let's take a look. A German UFO hunter believes he may have obtained from NASA's ISS livestream evidence of a top-secret Pentagon Star Wars program that enables the U.S. military to protect Earth and the International Space Station in low Earth orbit from threatening alien UFOs. On April 16th, 2016... The UFO hunter captured a series of images purportedly showing an attempt to use a ground-based directed energy weapon, DEWs, as we've talked about before, to shoot down an orb UFO apparently in low Earth orbit, right? Now, here's what's interesting. As soon... As the orb UFO disappears from the screen, a powerful beam of light shoots up from Earth in the direction of the fleeing UFO, all right? Now, here's the thing, end quote. This is all words, right? But here, if we take a look at UFO sightings, hotspot.blogspot.com, not exactly a mainstream media website, take a look at the stills they were able to provide from the ISS live feed before it cut out so ironically as it always does. Take a look at that. Now, based on the geometrical relative data that we can analyze in terms of how we can see what size it is, we're talking many miles long here in terms of the beams. Right now, the other interesting thing as well is that if we go to bibliothecaplates.net, what we're going to find here is there's indication. And again, these websites don't communicate with one another. I want to make that clear, guys, as I'm sure you all know, the people that write these, the journalists and all that, they don't talk with one another. But what's interesting is that the beams are about the same description of uh, and size in terms of its width and length and all that many miles long. 
as what Mr. Walton described, Travis Walton, which is extremely interesting, but we'll get to that in a second because I think there's a deep connection here as well with Hangar 18 too. But if we look here at Biblioteca Plates, Michael Sala was someone who was able to uh, get a hold of Charles Hall and interview him, right? And he says here, you know, he asks them what kind of food they eat, and he says they actually eat food, but it's very different than humans because where they come from, it's a lot more dry, the environment's more dry, and things like this. Now, if we take a look here, what we're going to see is that the tall whites did not allow any United States Air Force personnel to observe the construction process, uh, according to Mr. Hall. All right. He was able to observe their repair activities from a short distance. To the best of my knowledge, I'm the only human that was allowed to view those activities from as close as I can. Now, this is based on one gentleman's testimony. But what about the police reports from the Indian Springs police station that have to do with multiple owners of large pieces of land witnessing some very anomalistic sort of shape shifting based on the way we perceive it type construction occurring? Right. So we can also connect this down to NORAD and the Star Wars program as well. But I also want to show you guys this, too. And this is uh, from the Blue Pr uh, Planet PDF. Let's take a look here at the U.S. Space Counterintelligence Headquarters. What we're seeing here is both. And this is the form of a psyop of how they put it right in our faces. This is also around the same time that Reagan made that speech at the U.N. about how he said I can't, he said something along the lines of I can't help but think how quickly we'd put aside our differences if there was some for sort of outer space threat. You see what I'm saying? You see, these are the little data points i call them data points we want to look for that connect the overall evidential timeline because clearly we haven't found any inconsistencies but it gets even better so let's take a look here u.s space counterintelligence headquarters the president of the united states this is both guys a physical drawing a physical description based on my research as well as a metaphorical one just dictating the structure in which in way in which the way things work excuse me and operate now We'll see here, Star Wars City, Colorado Springs, Nevada. Again, Star Wars, the na that, those two words are I I I the best, impeccable. They're the perfect terms of phrases to use for something so apparent. Because again, you cannot cover up these types of military tests and apparatuses. And, it, and if you have Nordics that look very similar to humans, even if they're maybe a little taller, a little thinner, more chiseled, or things like this... Again, like I said in the live stream last night, all you got to do is, the, you know, grow some facial hair, put some makeup on, this or that, and you look very similar. So, I would dare to argue, when Carl Sagan went to NORAD, based on the story I told you guys a few weeks ago, when he wanted to see how many UCTs, unidentified correlating targets, there were, um, he could have easily walked by a Nordic without even knowing it. The soldier that showed Mr. Sagan all this could have walked by, uh, could have been working with and still working along Nordics without knowing it. There's 27,000 employees, uh, give or take there. I don't think they all know about it because it definitely would have leaked by now. But clearly enough knew about it because it did leak through Mr. Hall, basically, right? Now, the next thing I also want to talk about, too, is the reason why I brought up Travis Walton earlier before I continue on with some more connections. It has to do with the fact that when he talked about him being abducted. Okay, what we're going to see there is that when he was abducted, he claimed that, you know, he had the grays, then he scattered them all off. He was recently on Joe Rogan, by the way. And then what ended up happening was he he went through this small hall that was clearly made for the grays, right? And then he could tell he didn't, he wasn't sure if he was in a ship. He said it, f it felt more like a hangar. And that was proved to him afterwards where he basically said after the grays scattered off and he got through this small tunnel made for the grays, he then saw two human-like beings that behaved very emotionless and sort of like they were annoyed. And he said, 
said, oh, thank God you're here to help. They then both grabbed him by each arm and dragged him. He was very fatigued. The last thing he saw was something that looked like a hangar that had 12 UFO craft, specifically disc-shaped craft. Now, that's similar to the Hangar 18 episode that's been described in detail, whether it's through the movie, Hangar 18, or the actual evidence that we presented in the previous episode regarding that. Could he have been at Hangar 18? It's very possible. Very, very possible, right? Now, the next thing I also want to note, too, is that the Strategic Defense Initiative also, believe it or not, has done experimentation with cells of cockroaches that seems to be something that allows for humans and tall whites as well which may be one of the reasons why tall whites may in fact like staying on earth in one particular instance there's many but allegedly there are no insects on the planets where this particular family of tall whites come from and we see here according to scienceabc.com can cockroaches really survive a nuclear explosion technically they can survive the explosion but as we see here and i quote they certainly cannot tolerate the high amount of heat energy produced immediately following the explode oh sorry um they are able to withstand extreme radiation exposure due to the simple design of their bodies and slower cell cycles, right? And then, of course, they, they certainly can't tolerate the amount of heat, but end quote. But the point here is that slower cell cycles is also evidence that I've seen to be the case from the Dolce base that seems to be experimentation with many different types of aliens. But allegedly, the Nordic and sort of transhuman um, ascendance program, part of the Star Wars program with the interbreeding is not so much random experimentation, but experimentation in ways that the Nordics can help the humans and the humans can help the Nordics because there seems to be such a strong agreement there too right and so when we look at all of that we have no choice but to say is there a possible connection here because again uh, everyone who's been abducted by nordics 99 of the time has said their abduction has been nothing but peaceful right now again venusians nordics it's hard to say but overall what we can see is that the ones that look like us generally not all because i'm sure there's some bad apples as they say but generally are you know pretty uh, i guess we could say what's the word um compatible with humans if we want to call it that right now let's take a look here the one last thing i want to connect before finishing this off is according to newsintact.com something big just traveled through our solar system beyond jupiter july 31st 2018 right and what we'll see here is again uh, what i'll actually do is i'll um I'll put up the pictures on the screen right now of the images, the real images that were taken of this. And what we're going to see here is that this occurred over here on July 31st, 2018. What I like about News Intact is they generally report things the same day, right? And what we'll see here is look at some of the UFO sightings on July 18th as well. I'll put some of the pictures up. But that's not even the whole point here because this could be part of the Star Wars program. The main point here is that there were multiple calls... All right, phone calls on July 31st, 2018 to local police stations, both in Indian Springs and in the Strategic Defense Initiative, uh, the, the, the base that NORAD has, that basically explained where the police didn't, they reported it to the higher ups, to the FBI, and then all of a sudden, just like what happened with Epstein, people who called and reported on him disappeared to the FBI. No, sorry, can't do anything about it. Never doesn't answer uh, people's calls back. Why? I would dare to argue that this beam or this portal, if you will, is just another portal that's used for the Nordics to bring some of their technology to Earth while they help build their bases. And the phone calls made to local police stations, not one, but two police stations, by the way, are phone calls describing very weird, anomalistic, shape-shifting construction. They all don't describe it like that, but every if you listen to all the phone calls, which I did, the voicemails, um, 
because there's a way to get a hold of them. You can actually hear they're describing the same thing. Something weird's going on with this construction, the shape shifting, the, the this, the that. And ironically enough, the ones who saw this were people that tended to be a wealthier in a financial sense because because again, they owned such vast pieces of land that they were able to have such a private isolated house where they could see these kind of things. People in you know in Vegas in Nevada with a, in a suburban home, they don't see these things right so i want you guys to let me know what you think i know again it might not be the most exciting episode out there but i did feel like the connections had to be made here so thank you guys again and we'll catch you guys later cheers